one wrong move and you've gone Buster and I ain't diving in to save you this way pooch come on you know where to go by now Where are you going on? <laughs> well, this is it. This is the last day. This is the day when uh, we have to pack everything up and prepare for the horrendous drive. So, not much goes on today, come on, um, but we're not started packing yet and the weather's arguably the best it's been, so I've uh, taken, uh, 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 this way, I've taken this opportunity for one last, one last outing and it's rather fitting I think that the last outing is the same as the first outing so it's probably going to be in the first episode <laughs> uh, colour pinhole, some colour pinhole I've been holding off doing this simply because the weather's not been spectacular which you'll hear of a lot about in the coming weeks but uh, this morning it's better let's say it's bright the Sun is sort of there and while it's not particularly colorful I think I'll be able to get some color out of the universe because there's a few things I've seen over the week that I'd like to have a little stab at so I'm just heading down to the beach here I'm not going anywhere exciting I've been to some exciting places and uh, had some good successes and some missteps but today is just about winding down and ticking some boxes yes and it is very nice and calm and peaceful here and it's always sad this last day because you know that it's going to be a while before you see the sea again especially the sea in this kind of place, in this kind of state not like normal seaside places it's a proper wild coast so yes it's it's always sad but I'm looking forward to the challenges of getting back and the photographic opportunities that I have lined up For now, I just get to enjoy the sound of those waves crashing against the shore and enjoy that view. Just for a minute. Can't tell if the tide's coming in or going out. Come on, pooch. So, I've got a roll of Ektar in this thing, uh, I, was, oh, I was trying to save the Ektar really, but I'll get some more I suppose. I've still got two rolls of the very colour, but I realised that I kind of wanted to see how it came out before I shot the other two. And I know this Ektar is going to be good, 
so I just decided to go for it. Whoa! This whole path has become treacherous after the, the torrential rain of the other day. Um, so, yeah, got the hectare, so I'm looking for some punchy colours. Like, like I say, it's a bit dim. Right, I mean, it's bright, but it's kind of grey. So there's a bit of a bluish cast to the world. And the hectare is going to provide a slightly green cast as well. So I'll need to think about that when I'm editing these. And with any luck, I get something decent. And someone's poking its head out a little bit, which is nice. So there's a few things here which I'd like to try and get. There's lots of blue rope and rusty things, but there's a boat upturned over there which I've had my eye on since day one so that's my first stop I'm going straight to that and damned be the consequences because there's nothing worse than seeing a composition all the time and knowing that well I didn't know whether I'll be able to get it or not The sun is poking out, the light is good, the camera is ready, and the boat is too. Just have to cross this stream here. Whoa! And amble over these rocks. And just as I get here, the sun decides to go in. <laughs> Brill. That's alright. It'll take me a minute or two to set this up. And while I do, the sun can reconsider its position. So this tripod... Ah, it's probably not going to be too tall. But I want to get real close. Dad's here, come down here. Come over here. That's it, just kick it. Well done. So I would like to get a bit lower. But the problem is this central column on this camera, on this tripod, sorry, doesn't really allow me to get lower. So I get as low as I can, like that. I'm going to point the camera right at the boat. I'm going to point the camera down a little bit so I get some more of the boat in. Yes. Move it there a little bit. It's really hard to tell with this. I'm doing it landscape orientation and now I'm going to meter ISO 100 13, 13, 12, 11 okay that's 4 so that's 15 seconds so I'll just go 1, 2, 3 Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Oh, that feels good. That feels good to finally get that after this two weeks of waiting. Oh, the relief. Right, what else can I get while I'm down here? I'm sure there's a there was a real cool anchor somewhere but whether I can find it or not is a, another matter I'm pretty sure it's over here ah oh yes, there it is now I'll need to get the tiny little tripod out for this but that's okay, it's in my pocket that's if I don't slip down this banking first Ooh. So this anchor is uh, it's red and rusty and there's cool blue rope and I'm going to take it from the big round side. Dante come here! Oh you're there. You just wait there. 
I want to take it in portrait orientation, of course. My favourite. I'm just going to place it right there. I'll do a quick metre, but I'm expecting the same kind of. Yeah, same thing. So I'll just do 15 seconds again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. That might have been a bit too long because the sun did poke itself out a little bit more towards the end there. But, uh, you know, no one's keeping count. <laughs> you can't really mess up this kind of film, so I'm just going to go for it and see what happens. Right, let's move on along the beach and see what else we can find. Because I'm sure there's... Actually, I wonder if there's anything here quickly before I go. I'm sure there's something that I wanted to get. There's loads of stuff. There's just so much stuff that I've wanted to photograph and not had the chance to. Oh well. I'll move on along the beach and I'll tell you when I find something. Ooh. Come on, pooch. Right, there's something that I photographed already um, with black and white, but I'd like to maybe give it a stab with colour because it's, it's exactly where I kind of wanted it to be the first time. It's, um, it's just an old post that's sticking out of the water, but when I photographed it before, it was in the water, and now it's right on the edge of the shoreline. So. I'll be able to get some of that nice, you know, wave action. And it's, it's absolutely on the edge of the waterline, so it's really exactly where the land meets the sea, and it's a, be a great little image to get, so I'm going to position my tripod here and just make a little image of it. I'm going to get too close because, like I say, I've already photographed it once. But it's still a cool image. Now, the meter for that, yeah, it's looking like the same kind of things all over. 10, 11, and 12 are the dark areas, 13, 14, 15, the light area. So I'm just going to stick to the same time, 15 seconds. Dante, come here. Come here. I didn't bring my phone, so I can't time anything. Dante, come over here. Out of the way. Come on, look out. Move your furry butt. Okay. 15 seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. And Dante helpfully walked into shot, so in that shot there's going to be a big black pooch. <laughs> He's very tired. He's had a very, very busy couple of weeks. I mean, you pooch. You are, haven't you? Now, part of me says you should save some of this roll for the evening time. And then the other part of me goes, no, that's stupid. So, I think I'm just going to shoot the whole thing. There is one picture that I have in mind, which means I need to drive a little way. So, I might go and get that. I was going to photograph it with a different camera, but... Um, 
I never got a chance, so I might go and get it this morning. It does mean standing outside someone's house for a little minute though. Which is probably not a very good thing to do really, but I might not yet. I might chicken out and just stay here. I'm trying to rest as much as possible before tomorrow. Okay. I don't know whether I should have a little adventure around the cliffs. I've not been this time. I don't think there's anything really there worth expending the energy for though. No, I don't think I'll bother. There's plenty of stuff that I can photograph elsewhere. The only thing I can think of that's around there are some lobster pots. And that's me. Meh. Now, there is a really cool sign on the beach up ahead, which is yellow. Which I've photographed from the other side, but I think it might look quite interesting through the strange finder. So I think I'll go and get that while I'm here. That shot, well, I was supposed to photograph it with the strange finder on black and white, but it never happened for some reason. Don't know why, I was ready to. So I'll go scare the sheep <laughs> and go and get that. Oh, typical. I've just been walking for about 10 minutes to get to this thing and now as soon as I get here, the sun, which has been gloriously illuminating the shoreline here, goes away. Oh well. Still cool. Still going to do it. So this is a... It's very recent, this thing. They started popping up all over the shorelines here. What it is, is just a big diamond-shaped sign, which tells us that there's an electrical cabling system, which obviously runs underneath the sea. But it's here and it's big, and it's colourful, and it's triangular, or diamond shaped, so uh, I'll get it, and you're going to be seeing a little bit more of this throughout the image reviews. Okay, so I'm just going to point the camera sort of at it, I'm trying to get the electrical things in as well, it's on the other side, portrait orientation image, it's going to be slightly different metering I think. Dante, come here! Come here! Okay, so 13, 14, 15, and my darker areas in this are 12, so I'll just bump it down a little bit. Yes, so that's giving me half a second. Oh no, that's ISO 400. <laughs> that's giving me two seconds. So I'll leave it for five. Dante, come here! Come here! Come on! Come on! So I'm on frame four. Oh! Almost on frame four. Come here, this side. And I'm gonna go. One, two, three, four, five. And hope that that's enough. Should be enough. We'll see. What we poach, we shall see. Come on, let's go around the beach here. Walk on the other, the other side of the bay. Looks like it's going to be blue sky all day today, which is no good. I kind of had another little photographic trip planned later on, if I get a chance. But uh, if it's sunny, it's going to be no good. I kind of need it to be a bit grey and depressing for what I have in mind but I'll talk about that later <clears throat> right there is something which I want to photograph which I need to walk a little bit for so 
I'll, uh, it's not going to be too far, about 15 minutes, I'll tell you when I get there. Can people look for TFTMB on Twitter? Should people go to Tales from the Magic Box podcast on Instagram? Can people email the show at talesfromthemagicbox at outlook.com? Ante, can we be now found on Facebook? Can people support us on coffee by following the link in the show description? <laughs> um, okay, I'm here, almost. And... It's not a particularly long walk by any stretch, but it just seems to take a while. It's mostly over kind of boggy ground. <sighs> Here uh, on the hill is a tree. And there's many trees like this on the island. But this one's all on its own. And in the morning time like this, it's really nicely lit. And I haven't done a singular tree on its own with colour yet. So, this is my chance. It's, uh, it's surrounded by nice rocks. And like I say, it's just a nicely lit little exposure. Fairly simple to do. And what I'm going to do is plop the little tripod down on top of this big rock here. And maybe I'll get some of the rock in the scene as well. Portrait, of course. And what I'll be looking for here is some nice, nice tones of different colours. So I'm going to put it there like that. I'm just going to level it out a little bit with the back leg. I'm not pointing directly at the tree. I'm pointing ever so slightly to the right of the tree. Okay, Dante, come here. Okay, I'm going to give it a little bit of a meter because conditions may have changed a little bit. Mm hmm. They have. Indeed, they're back to regular sort of thing. So, it's 15 seconds again. So, just check what frame I'm on. Five, yes, good. Okay. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. And that is a cool tree in colour. Dante, can you sit still for fifteen seconds? I don't know if you can. Um, oh, I don't know what I want to do now. I kind of feel like I should get back and be packing, but I feel like I want to just see the cliffs quickly. And you could do with a run, couldn't you, I suppose? Although after yesterday, I can't believe you want to run anywhere. I suppose we could go and have a little look. Because there is a particular rock around here that I'd be interested in trying to catch on colour. And if I could get it now and not have to wait till next year, that'd be grand. I've just realised how much of an idiot I am. I've been taking one tripod off to put this camera on the other tripod when, in actual fact, there's two tripod places. <laughs> so I can actually just carry the little tripod on the camera while I'm walking about. Instead of taking it off and stuffing it in my pocket like a moron it is very cool up here I always forget how cool it is up here come on Dante, this way <clears throat> 
I may have just made a mistake there. It may have been better to shoot that tree from the other the other angle, looking down rather than looking up. But I've got less of the sky in, and it would have been a bit of a better image, I think. But what do I know? What do I know? Dante, you've got to be careful, it's a long way down. I don't know where this rock is. I saw it many years ago, but... Ah, there's some... Cormorants down there. Oh, they've gone. Right, I'm going to make my way around the beach here. Uh, there's a couple of things on the other side that I'm going to try and get and then if uh, if all is as I think it will be when I get back I might just have a drive out and try and get this last shot the last <clears throat> well potentially last photograph of the trip what frame am I on? six yeah there's three left that makes sense, that's good I really should have photographed this tree looking the other way Oh well. I'm excited to see how these things look in colour because uh, I'd like to do more colour uh, where I live. Uh, I did shoot another roll of colour film uh, in a later episode which I'm very excited to see the images from and share with you all. But that was at a very interesting location. And that was a roll of Vectar, so I've actually shot three rolls of colour in this camera this this trip. So I've not done too bad. Not quite the colour pinhole output that I was expecting, but generally I think I've done alright. I could have done none. <laughs> and that would have been not uh, not acceptable. So yeah, overall it's been not too shabby. See, Dante's run ahead and he doesn't realise that it takes me a while to get down these slippery slopes, especially in these shoes that are slightly too big. Don't get it, dear pooch. Just a moron. I hope the weather doesn't stay like this today. I mean, I'm glad it's like this now, but I want it to be. I want it to be grey later. Oh, right! It's going to take me ages to get around this beach, so I'll probably stop the recording and then pick you up in a bit. Me and Pooch have just been sat here by the uh, by the shore, listening to the waves. And um, I was going to go up and take a picture of a cottage, and I was going to go and take a picture of a rock pool, but I think I'd really like to take a picture of the um, the water and the mountain in the background. my own satisfaction. I've already metered it, it's five seconds ish. So I'm going to put the little tripod on. I just need to pick a spot now. There's uh, several spots I could choose. I could sit right here and just stick it in front of the water and go. There's some little foamy bits on the in the water down there I could try and get in the shot. I'd really like, there's white rocks that I'm sat on and then blue water big mountain and clouds so I think I should go down there where there's a few more stones I'll just have a go and see if I can find a appropriate spot shame I couldn't get some of this orange and red weeding as well just to add 
So I think I'm going to be lucky to find a... Oh, I think there's my spot. A little bit of uh, the pebbles just sticking out into the water a little bit. It's nice and flat. Or maybe over there. Yeah, this one's a bit better. So, just pointing forwards. And five seconds. One, two, three, four, five. I'm just going to leave it for this next swell coming up. There we go. So slightly longer than maybe I should have done, but to hell with the consequences. Okay, I've got, I'm on shot seven now. And need to go back and retrieve my equipment. So the next thing I'd like to do, I think is, uh, there's a rusty tractor around the next little beachhead. And I want to see what the light's like on it first before I go and expose it. Because if the light's no good, then there's no point. But the light should be good, it's pretty good everywhere else. Sun keeps bobbing in, but it tends to bob out again. And then I'm going to have to go back and start the epic job of tidying up. I've come down to this tractor and I always forget the place where it is it's it's part of the sea but it's just full of stagnant water it's really kind of stinky and gross but the tractor's here <coughs> it's in the right state it used to be quite complete but over the years it's just deteriorated beyond recognition and the sun is on it though I'm just going to position myself here, looking down, not looking towards the sun. Maybe looking from the wheel. I don't want the shadow of the camera on it really, but I have to do what I can do. So I think I'll put the camera there. detailing. I'm going to have to look the other way. I'm going to have to. Oh, it's gross down here. Okay, so I'm looking up the other way. Cameras. Cameras in position, sort of. Let's see what the meter says. Okay, this one's going to be a bit longer. This one's going to be 15 seconds again. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. And let's hope I didn't get any sand fleas in my uh, in my pinhole. Okay, and that is that for the beach. I've got one more frame left, which I'm going to, if I get chance, I'm going to run down to that 
location that I talked about earlier and see if I can get it. Wow, this roll really hasn't wound on well. But yeah, for down here on the beach, that's the pinhole game done and dusted. So I've got one little errand to run while I'm down here. But uh, I'll see if or whatever this frame it's going to be, if I in fact end up making it. Because I might not have time. So until then, or until the image review, I say au revoir. Oh, that was good. So I came out. I was going to, uh, I felt bad just taking a picture and not asking, so I drove out and I noticed that he was outside. I was going to knock on his door anyway, but he was outside, so I just pulled up and went and asked him. I'm very, I think he was really pleased to uh, have someone asking. It's a shame I didn't have the recording on. Because, uh, it was a nice little conversation I had with him. But um, yeah, I said, uh, I, would you mind if I photographed your barn? He said, yes. That's good that you've asked because people just stop and take pictures of it. He says he's seen, um, <laughs> he says he's seen postcards of his barn uh, recently as well, so. It's a shame that people, I understand that people don't always have time or, you know, don't really know maybe where to go to ask permission, but it didn't cost anything. I may have got a really nice picture out of it. So essentially it's a, it's a nice red roof barn. What all the old crofts around here have is corrugated iron roofs and they go red and rusty over time and it's a really distinctive look. So this guy has this cool barn and it's got this orange roof and uh, it's got all these nice logs out in front of it for doing his fire and so I just popped the camera on 20 seconds. May have been a bit long because uh, metering was a bit tricky. Very bright scene you see but the conditions were ideal. So yeah, that was uh, 20 seconds. And a nice little, nice little conversation with that fella. I'll see if I can send him a print of something at some point. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the final image of, uh, well, for the most part, for this tr uh, holiday. And certainly for Colour Pinhole on this holiday. So, I hope you enjoy the rest of the series. There's some ups and downs coming. <laughs> and yeah, or, uh, ciao. Uh, yeah, I'll see you for the image review on these, however many images I've got, <laughs> 16. Yeah, bye. Hello everyone, I'd like to take this opportunity to inform you about Hogger Week, which is coming up on October the 1st to the 7th. I am judging one of the categories this time, so make sure you get your Holger dusted off and ready to take some pictures. The four categories are Street, Nature, Portrait and Pinhole. You can find out more information at holgerweek.com and I look forward to seeing your entries. Dropping my microphone everywhere. Ooh, there we go. Well, hello. It's the image review for these um, color color pinholes. Uh, so if you're listening to this, you can nip over to the blog. Link is in the show notes and see all these pictures. 
uh, and you will be able to see the videos, the video which I'm going to talk about um, and see what I've done. It's been a couple of weeks since I got back and I'm quite... I'm impressed with myself that I managed to develop, scan, edit all the pictures within that. I mean, it was realistically, it's within a couple of days. I've really powered through this. Um, I know some people say you should leave it for a while, but I didn't want to. I have a fairly limited um, editing style. I do very little to them really, so I just kind of blasted through it. First time developing colour, which went really well. Um, very easy, easier than I thought it would be. So expect more colour stuff from now on. Uh, the images, some of the stuff that I've done, well I'll, I'll get to that in the actual episodes, I won't spoil the surprise for you now. So yeah, colour pinhole. Last year I did some colour pinhole and I was very surprised by how good it was and how much I enjoyed looking at them afterwards. I mean I enjoy looking at the black and white ones immensely, it gives me a great satisfaction. But there's something about these colour ones that's different to different to lensed colour photography. There's something there's just something about them. I don't know whether it's the ektar or the I don't know that I'm, I'm so used to seeing them in black and white and then suddenly bam here they are in colour. But there's something about these colour ones that are that are really interesting. Now I I've not included every single image because there's just too many. There's too many pictures. I've, I've come back with lots and lots of pictures, lots more than I probably intended to, but I have lots of pictures to talk about. So I've only put the ones that I've edited in this uh, video, certainly. There might be other ones that go on the blog, which I might write something about, but in terms of this review for this episode, it's just going to be ones that I've actually edited. Um, in development, the Ektar has come out really well. There were some light leaks, which you'll see in maybe in a couple of the pictures uh, for the Strange Finder, which I'm disappointed with because they're not showing up in black and white. I don't know what, what it's to do with colour or whether it's the red window that I need to cover up. I don't know. But there's some light leak issues which I need to sort out. And um, the Vericolor 3. It's expired film, so I expected some issues, but it has this weird blue, bluish cast, and it's very dim. So some of those pictures are a bit less punchy than, well, obviously they're going to be for the Ektar ones, but it held up remarkably well. I was not expecting the kind of quality that I got, so I'm quite happy with that. I've got two rolls left. I'm going to run another roll through the camera and see what I can get out of it. But um, yeah, colour development went really well. Uh, I was I was quite nervous. I did a I did a test roll first that I did last year. I shot last year, and I've been saving. I went with the Bellini kit because well, I was going to go with the Cinestill kit um, because it's two bath, but I couldn't find any in stock, so I went with the Bellini one, which is wonderful. And it says it's the best kit there is, and it certainly seems to be pretty good. So, yeah, that's um, development. Like I say, it was it was easy. It was uh, getting them to temperature was a bit of a faff, but in the end, definitely worth it. I think. Now these pictures are going to be out of order. I've got them in Lightroom, but they're all done by title, so titles obviously I've titled them out of order and I'm going to be reviewing them in the order that I come across them so I've, I've, I've gone with the 
anyone's watching the video, you'll be looking at this phone box, which is the first picture that I took. And I wanted to start with that one since it's where I left off last year. And I, this image is exactly what I wanted it to be. I was the right distance away. I did the right kind of exposure. It couldn't be better. I love the blue sky. I love the warp speed clouds and the fact that the edges are so kind of dark and dim you can't really see what's going on but yeah it's exactly what I wanted it to be. The One of the strengths of this camera is the freaky edges and I think it really is highlighted with this colour film. But yeah I love the punchy colours of Zektar, I love, um, I love the distorted shape of the phone box, it looks really good. So it, this image is exactly everything that I wanted it to be. It's just great. Okay, this next one, if you're watching the video, this is the last picture that I took. <laughs> and to be honest, I'm probably gonna go back and re-edit this because some of the colors are a bit bluer than I wanted them to be. But this is the rusty barn. I asked the fellow if I could take the picture. But again, it shows off those crazy edges. It's cropped a little bit from the original but again it's not it's not too bad the composition I really should have been closer and yeah in terms of that edit I would get rid of some of that blue colour so I might go in again and redo that one but the composition you know the image is fine it's it's not when I saw the thing every day it's not quite what I had in mind but it's um it's okay it'll do but if you look at the difference in tone between the phone box and this one you can see that blue cast is really not not very good okay so the next picture is the one from kind of the last day it was the one where I was on the beach listening to the waves and I decided to take a picture of the stones and you can see uh, what is on the map it's called McQueen's Mountain in the background and if you look in at the image there's some light leak on the right hand side which you can which you see is that kind of red haze. That's worse on some of the other images that are coming up in the series. But I know that the horizon's bang in the middle. The rocks are really nice in the foreground. I could have got a bit lower and reduced some of that sea. But I like the reflection. I like the clouds. I like the way the clouds are moving. It's generally a quite a nice picture. It's definitely one that's in layers. And that blue cast really works well for this. So yeah, I'm happy with that one. It's a bit of a snap decision. Um, I think it's worked okay. Okay, so the next one is the tree, not the tree in the stream, but the tree on the headland that I walked over to. So again, this is with Ektar. You can, if you're looking at the picture, you can see on the left-hand side at the bottom uh, there, there's some of that cool sun uh, artifacts that get into it when you point at the sun because I'm looking at the sun. There's another one later on that's a bit more. Actually no there isn't, I didn't edit it. Forget I said that. Uh, and yeah you get these lovely sun artifacts which, which are quite nice and it adds a bit of mystery and magic to it but yeah again I, the slightly longer exposures and the way the edges work gives you that really cool cloud effect and when you've got clouds and blue skies like this it looks really nice I like the three levels that are in this image there's the kind of stone first level then the grass then the sky I could have been closer to this tree I will admit but to be honest if I was gonna do this again I'd do it from the other side because that tree was lit against the background so next year when I go I may do this from the other side ah, the sign on the beach is the next one and I like this because it's a very simple composition there's not a lot of elements in it and that yellow uh, electrical sign with the big zigzag arrow on it really stands out against the blue sky not as many crazy clouds in this one but the foreground with the pebbles on the beach that does look like it's zooming about a bit so yeah this one's this one's quality and there's still a little bit of light leak in the top corner but also what you get in this one, the horizon's dead in the middle, but it's not straight, it's kind of undulating and it contrasts, it's a nice gentle 
uh, curve and it contrasts really nicely with that harsh zigzag in the sign so yeah that sign um, again the sky is really nice I'm glad I was where I was for this one because there's a nice triangle in the middle of the image there's kind of a there's lots of things that lead your eye in certain places but that that yellow sign is I think it's the right size if it was any bigger I think it would be too dominating but just that little pinch of yellow really really uh, makes it good yeah the next one then is um, it's the stick the post that's sticking out of the beach with the water and I like this because it's an image with lots of different sections on it there's lots of things leading your eye towards uh, that central thing there's clouds that point down to it there's rocks that kind of lead up to it there's four different zones of the picture it's split down the middle it's split across the middle there's a triangle of green with a tree sticking off which points to the post there's a lot going on in this image but it works because everything is leading to that very central uh, thing I think if I'd been closer what I probably could have done is been lower maybe not closer but definitely lower um, if I'd been closer you would have lost some of that nice foreground detail with the rocks but again nice clouds nice sky lots of things going on lots of ways to break up the image I quite like this one yeah maybe it could be a bit warmer but it's okay I like it Okay, so this one is the logs from the first day, well, the first day of doing it, and this is alright, it's not an amazing shot really, but it's, um, the colours are quite nice, and I like, I probably could have done with being closer, and then you could have got a bit more of the logs receding in size, but it works, it's okay. Yeah, it's not too bad. Okay, so this one, this is the Vericola. And you can see the colours aren't too bad. There is a bit of a strange cast going on, but um, yeah, doing the colours not too bad. This is the tree in the stream. And it's all right. You know, there's like, again, there's lots of things leading to that central image. There's some light leaks on this one, which I'm not thrilled about. I don't know what that line is. The, at the bottom, there's a red kind of patch light leak and then there's a, a line going through I'm not sure what that is but I'm sure I'll be able to figure it out uh, the tree is a nice arrow shape which is pointing down to its own reflection which is a shame because if I'd just been a little bit to the left and a little bit lower that reflection would have been more pronounced and that arrow shape of the tree would you know be more impactful there's an annoying grass which uh, is sticking in the middle of the frame, but it's, it's not too bad. And there's also an annoying power cable thing over there. So I think my, my thing would be not closer, but left, maybe looking more to the right, get rid of that piece of grass and get a little bit lower. But it's okay. It's right for, for a snap decision thing. The next one then is that upside down boat that I was so desperate to get and again I could warm this up a bit but I kind of like it's kind of night uh, it's not night time but it's a night time is shot it's actually morning but it could look looks a bit like it could be evening time I like the um, it's actually quite sharp if I zoom in there yeah you don't particularly look but if you're looking at it zoomed out it's it's quite a detailed sharp image I love the textures that the colours are showing on this on this boat, the peeled off paint, the uh, rust dripping down the back there. That spiral, that kind of reel to the left, which is pink, is kind of annoying. I could maybe have hidden that, but I don't particularly like messing around with people's stuff too much. Uh, yeah, it's it's maybe not quite what I hoped for, but I do like it. Maybe I would go out on a different kind of day if you go back to the. If I go back to the the tree 
there's some clouds in that shot if I'd got those kind of clouds and maybe that kind of light on this shot it would be a lot better so maybe pull back a little bit wait for the right kind of clouds and uh, yeah reshoot next one is the anchor again there's a little bit of light leak to the bottom but it's not too distracting um, I like this one because I'm real close there's lots of I don't know, it's just, a, it's just a nice classic pinhole kind of shot where this anchor is dominating the frame. Lots of details in the rope, lots of details in the rocks, some nice clouds. Yeah, I like this one. I kind of think this would look good in black and white, but I'm glad I took it colour. Funny, I've only just noticed it, the, there's, um, the anchor's typical classic anchor shape there's a central kind of thing and then a curved bit and the central thing lines up with the hill in the background forms a nice diagonal line through the shot which separates one half of the image from the other the ground and then there's the sky which has some moving clouds which are nice but yeah I didn't realize there was a nice uh, diagonal divide going on funny what you see after the fact Oh, the, okay, so the next one is the prow of the boat. I honestly thought I was closer than this, but it looks like I was a little bit too far away. And maybe I could have been stood a tad to the right, but I still like it. I like the colors of the boat. This is the very color again. This was like in the first, one of the first things. Yeah, I definitely could have been closer, but I get pretty close to this boat in another shot. I'm not sure about the background. Maybe this would have been better on in different conditions there's a bit of sun there on the left so I don't know maybe maybe if I'm out at a different time maybe get a bit more light on the foreground yeah I don't know I like it but I think there's better things I could do this is the one I put the pinhole camera on the boat so this is looking back the other way I like the perspective in this shot, I could have been a bit close to that rope but again there's some lovely textures in here, I like the reflection, there's a, a chrome, chromed handle on the left there which has a nice reflection on it, that big thing on the right there's like a big um, dark shape I think it's a, I don't know what it is but it's very distracting and annoying, maybe I could crop this down so it's a bit smaller but there's some nice little houses in the background and you can just see the prow of the other boat next to it so there's a lot going on, there's a lot of things leading to, you know, kind of the, the central thing. There's some, a line coming off the hill, there's a line coming off the other hill, and they all kind of lead into the handle that this rope is tied to. There's a funny green cast this one, which I just couldn't get rid of. It was either going to be too pink or too green, so I just kind of let it be green. Yeah. Interesting one. And that appears to be it. Yeah, that's it. That's it for the colour pinhole. So highlights for me are the phone box, uh, the red roof, the beach and the stones, and the anchor. And again, I'm really happy doing this kind of colour pinhole work. There's some more coming up in another episode, but um, colour colour pinhole is something I'm definitely gonna have to do with autumn time coming up and in you know my local area yeah right so that's episode one two one and two uh there's lots more coming up i hope you enjoy it i really do and i shall see you for the next episode ciao Me and Dante would like to say a big thank you to Kevin McLeod, Sea Hero and Mr. Mike Gutterman for the wonderful music that we use in this show. You can find Kevin's music at Incompetech.com. You can find Sea Hero by following the Bandcamp link in the show description. And you can find Mike Gutterman's music for our productions by going to MikeGutterman.Bandcamp.com. Thank you so much guys, it means the world to us that you support us in this way. And to everyone else, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>